the next thing that I would assume is an expense or a struggle for you guys to overcome is going to be equipment. Uh, yeah, uh, right off the bat, not only equipment, but availability of that equipment and or the parts to keep it up and running. Um, that I think, uh, Dennis, you'd agree is probably our biggest hurdle uh, right now. Um, whether the guy's broken down on the road and he needs a subunit or we just need a rental for a week, um, the supply of those vehicles seems to have disappeared. Um, we're a little bit unique. We run doubles up and down the throughway, so we need tandem certified equipment, um, and those are pretty, pretty much impossible to get um, as a sub. Tires, uh, right off the bat, I mean, uh, I think we've seen an increase of 30 plus percent over the last couple of years just on tires alone uh, for, for both uh, the trailer fleet we have. We have our own garage here in Vernon, um, just supplying our own, uh, getting our own supply of parts um, seems to, to be an issue. Whether it's not available or, or we have to sit a trailer for a couple of weeks because you need uh, this part and that part to come in. Parts are definitely not available as they used to be. So um, there's there's two parts there that you touched on. Yep. Availability and the other part is cost. Mm -hmm. So stuff's not available. And even if you paid a 10 or 15% premium and you would stop, you, you'd be able to utilize that equipment. You wouldn't have to park it for two weeks or long periods of time while you're waiting for the product. So there's an additional cost you know, to look at there. So what do you think the future holds then for equipment? Are you, we're seeing a year on tractors, nine months on trailers. So trailers, for example, essentially 21 in the 22, 22 going into the 23. They went up 66% on the cost of a new trailer. So when we order bundles of trailers, lots of trails, essentially, uh, it hurts, right? So now when we're looking at the overall increased cost of trailers uh, at 66% overall cost increase, and then we'll go into, we're seeing for trailers ordered today, um, late quarter two, quarter three of next year, we would get them. And, but the other discerning part is we'll actually get the pricing 14 weeks prior to we actually get the trailers. So even though we got a quote, on the trailer, um, we'll let you know 14 weeks before you actually get the trailer what the actual price will be. Directional pricing. Directional pricing. Have you hit the 100 grand yet? As far as? Uh, as far as a spec'd out 53-foot refrigerated trailer for over the road? Oh, we're, we're, we're beyond that. Okay. So, to be fully transparent, uh, one of our trailers, you know, outfitted for us, um, you know, because we have some specialty equipment, things of this nature. I mean, we're, we're pushing uh, almost 140. Wow. That's huge. A dry box trailer that I priced out last year. Uh, no, excuse me, this year um, that they actually came across. Now, a traditional plain Jane dry box trailer, 53-footer, uh, wasn't anything special. Um, that was $62,000 for a dry box trailer. Which was essentially a couple of years ago a thirty thousand dollar trailer. Yeah, and that was a reefer five years ago. Mm, yeah. Sixty yep. to eighty, depending yep. on how you spec them. Yep. Sixty five. So, yep. So now we're so that impacts our business. So unfortunately with with our lead times and 
things of this nature to to keep the equipment rolling you know we've had to take you know good money and put it to bat right so we're putting money in equipment we we essentially don't want to fix but that couples on to a couple other things right so we have our busy seasons just like a lot of other organizations so we'll take in rental trailers and things of this nature to suffice and hold us over so what what we were doing internally is we we couldn't get rental trailers correct right we we were having so when we did get them we didn't give them back we'd actually take them and ship them to other locations because we knew once we gave them back we weren't going to be able to get them and you know we've taken trailers essentially from pennsylvania and transported them to new york you know what have you upstate new york because where that location was i couldn't get any trailers right so we're holding on to them so it it couples your cost with that because now we're holding on to assets essentially that we don't need but we don't dare give them back because we know if we give them back we're not going to be able to get them again right and then how do you do the maintenance on them when you don't want to give them back do you do uh, the maintenance or do no they? it's usually right right included with it yeah okay. when we do the rental yeah so you know and we 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 leverage a lot of our business partners we have some very good ones for our trailers that essentially try to take care of us but we struggle now with with getting the equipment essentially and then they'll actually call and they want the, the asset back because you know they have a tracker on it or whatever and it hasn't moved and it might be in the yard for storage right but we just mm-hmm. don't dare give anything back at this point in time because we know we're not going to be able to give it up and you know with the increase on prices the the longevity of, of getting the parts and things of this nature we've fixed assets and repaired assets that normally we probably wouldn't oh yeah i think the past couple of years uh, so many of the the larger fleets uh they sold off excess equipment that they would have held on to historically because the market was so high mm-hmm. i mean even wrecked equipment was being purchased and fixed because they could get it get it fixed and back on the road quicker than they could do anything else and that would that would suffice so uh, you're you're definitely running the run along the same lines of what we're seeing now for us on our for hire side you know that's what we handle and contract over the road business when we have breakdowns the impact for us is thank goodness the equipment is is pretty good we very seldom have a major breakdown but when you have any type of breakdown where you need parts, normally it's a repower the the trailer scenario, or swing the load, because you can't you just can't get the parts in any timely manner. Where two, three, four years ago, no problem, we'll have him fixed and up and rolling by six a.m. That's not the what it is now. Now it's here's what you need, and nobody has the parts. We're going to air freight the parts, and it's going to be a few days. Well, you can't stop a refrigerated shipment for a few days. No. Nobody, nobody can sit on the equipment. That, what level of service are you providing there? So um, it's definitely changed from all perspectives. Now, crazy question. Don't want to get into anything that uh, is proprietary information for you guys. Um, you know, so let's go with percentages. How much, if you were guessing... Not going to hold you in any of these numbers. How much has your operational expense and equipment expense impacted what you're doing, or what you know, comparatively with before for running the fleets? So, d- just ballpark numbers. I can give you some because I do manage a garage here. 
Um, you know, overall, whether you're talking about parts or the labor to, um, you know, when we do have to send something out to get repaired, we're, we're probably looking easily at 30 percent up from where it's been in the last couple of years. I, I think that's a very safe guesstimate. It might even be a little bit low. So 30 percent just operational on top of the equipment increases and on top of even that equipment being down too. So, you know, we have to bring some, uh, whether we bring a tech on site or if we have to send somebody uh, with that equipment, you know, we're making appointments now at, uh, let's say a reefer repair place where before we could just get that trailer in and out. Um, you know, now the availability of getting that fixed quickly turns into, you know, we can get to it next Thursday. Um, so not only the costs have gone up, but that downtime on that, on that asset is, is quite considerable. Which just exacerbates the cost anyway. Correct. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. And then you, after you wait till next Thursday, you find out it needs something that nobody has. Yeah. The biggest thing we like to do is can you at least look at it and see what parts you may need and try to get them in. So when it's, it's mm -hmm. time to be serviced, um, you, you don't go through that and say, okay, I have to get two or three other things. And, and, and now you're down even longer. Yeah. Get proactive. Yep. You yep. have to. Well, gentlemen, uh, I can't thank you enough for the time and, uh, listening and sharing, um, for all of our listeners out there. I hope that, uh, if they have anything they'd like to, to share or add or, uh, contribute, uh, feel free to comment below, like subscribe. Uh, we take all, all opinions and thoughts on stay in your lane and uh, we appreciate your time brian appreciate your time dennis thank you a great deal for participating thank you thank you, thank you. appreciate it on again in the future see how things are going <laughs>